you were saying of your chat with the Bulls. It was an interesting day, Lawrence. We had Billy Donovan, about as you would expect, talking long-windedly about where the Bulls need to improve. Arturis Karnaschovas, always more guarded with his comments. And then they trotted Zach Levine out on Zoom because he had just cleared COVID protocols with a negative test. And the situation was a lot of Zach Levine talking about his upcoming unrestricted free agency this summer. And Zach took a hard-line stance to open these negotiations. I don't know if you want to call them opening arguments or whatnot. But he did not uh, He did not confirm that the Bulls are even the clubhouse leader in free agency for him this summer. Lawrence, he's going to, as he put it, look A through Z at his options, assess everything. And Zach Levine wants his max money. So he, uh, he is now a client of Clutch. Uh, and Rich Paul, who has ties, obviously, to LeBron James. And those guys are hardline negotiators. So, so what I learned today was we're going to probably have a little bit of drama and consternation and concern leading up to free agency at the very, very end of June and, and then July 1st. Well, I, I like that. I'm, I'm glad that Zach wants to go out here. And we already saw players from around the league courting Zach Levine. I imagine there will be plenty of teams that, that would want his services but can you explain to to the Bulls fan that's listening why the Bulls can offer him more money than anyone else? Yeah, so the Bulls can offer up to five years and $212 million outside suitors if he was to sign outright with them, not a sign and trade, would be able to offer around four years and $160 million or so. Uh, that's written into the CBA. It's just another um, avenue for teams to help retain their own stars giving the extra year of contract certainty more guaranteed money. So for Zach, obviously, he's looking at this landscape. Lord, you got to remember, he's far and away the best free agent available this summer. It's not a good summer for free agency uh, in the NBA. Obviously, some things can shake out with, like, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, player options. Maybe something weird happens there. But when you're looking at unrestricted free agents, Zach Levine's the star. Zach Levine knows he's the star of unrestricted free agency. He knows he outplayed his four-year $80 million contract before. So in his mind, he has lots of leverage. This is a Bulls team that if he just outright walked and left from them, they wouldn't be able to, to replace him with $36 million. They would probably only have like $16 million in cap space, wouldn't have their exceptions. So everything the Bulls have done so far, in their team building, lining it up has been pointing to bringing Zach Levine back in unrestricted free agency, but he has the threat of leaving, which is his leverage. And he also has the leverage of being the best available player. So uh, it's going to be really interesting how that plays out. And especially under, I guess, if you want to use the word cloud of uncertainty about his left knee health as well. Okay. So if, if you're Zach, is there anything basketball wise that would make you not want to come back to the Bulls? No, I don't think so, Lawrence. But I thought I, I'm going to stop short of calling this a red flag. But it was interesting and notable when he was asked during his media session today, what are the factors you're going to value most in free agency? Zach said he didn't know yet, which is fine. He has two months to figure that out. He needs to decompress in the offseason. He needs to look at everything from a 1,000 feet away, away from the team, rather than in the heat of the season in the couple days after the season ended. 
But he did not come out and say, you know what matters to me? Winning's the number one priority in conjunction with money. Number two is trust in my teammates, guys I like. Number three is comfort with the front office and coaching staff, all of which he has in Chicago. He could have said and gave you the tea leaves to read and praised everything he has in Chicago, but he didn't even really go that far. Like He said time and again he loves playing here. He appreciates everyone on the Bulls. But when given the option of two avenues to go down on a middle-of-the-road neutral question, he chose to go the, hey, I'm going to take a hard stance. I'm not going to sit here and flower praise on them for everything. So I thought that was notable. But from a basketball standpoint, uh, are there better situations out there in the NBA than the Bulls? Yes. Are there realistic situations for Zach Levine to land in that are better than the Bulls? The answer is no. You're looking at teams like the Pacers, uh, the Spurs, who else we think in here, the Kings, the Pistons, teams like that that have a lot of cap space that, that could just walk him into their, to their organization. Those aren't better basketball situations for him than playing alongside DeMar DeRozan with the coach in front office he likes in Chicago. So basketball signs point to it, but you got to re- realize and remember this is also the era of the sign and trade in the NBA. Where That's what I was going to ask. Is, is there value for the go. Bulls to do that? To, to, is there value for the Bulls to do a sign-in trade with Zach? Well, the only way there's value in that for the Bulls is if Zach didn't want to play here any longer and the Bulls were seriously concerned about his knee. If you have faith in the structural integrity of his knee, you need to keep him. Like This, this needs to be stated and said. Zach Levine is not a problem for the Bulls. He's not the problem on why they haven't achieved what they can achieve. Like the main problem for them, the Bulls this last year, they didn't get enough out of Nikola Vucevic, and their roster wasn't deep enough in its versatility and diversity of a skill set behind the top three to cover when they had injuries, right? Like if the Bulls are healthy and add a couple more guys to the fringes of the rotation or to the rotation, you know, guys are five or six kind of in the organizational pecking order that do a little bit more three and D and shooting stuff like Zach Levine looks like a perfect fit. Like, you do not want to get rid of Zach Levine. That's not a good idea for the Bulls unless there are obstacles that you can overcome, which, again, would be if he really didn't want to be here, which I still think he absolutely does want to be here at the end of the day. And then number two, if you had serious long-term issues about his knee. So I still think this points back everything to Zach Levine with the Bulls. It's just going to be, to me, a more protracted negotiation and a little more difficult than you might have imagined because I think the Bulls will be wary of what that contract looks like in year four or five for for him. They might want to work in to injury protection in that contract at the back end of it too. Okay, that's fair. What did Zach say about his knee? Well, he said he needs to to figure out how to get it to 100% um, for good from a long-term perspective. And he didn't say a lot about moving forward. He will get it checked out in Los Angeles area. Uh, He doesn't have a date yet set, but after he goes back west here, and he said he'll take a week off and then kind of get together with his doctors and such out there, the specialists. I think this is probably headed for a surgical procedure. He's acknowledged it could be um, everything we've heard reporting-wise. I know Joe Kelly of the Sun-Times has done a great job reporting that uh, on that. It looks like it's headed for, for knee surgery. So, It seems like Zach's pretty confident that this will get taken care of. It's important to note um, the Bulls doctors and outside doctors have both said there is no structural issue at this point. And Zach talked a lot about how he maintained the knee through 
through just a lot of rehab, a lot of treatment throughout the season. And that took a lot out of him. Like, it was more of an all-day thing. And it's not like he shows up at 3.30 and gets a massage on the knee and is ready to play, right? Like, this is a lot of maintenance all day, and he didn't play at 100%. So he wants to be able to play at 100% long-term instead of 70%, 60%, and that's his goal this summer with the knee.